0: Hi guys, this is Andrew with Headphones.com. Welcome to The Headphone Show, and today we're gonna to talk about the Oris Audio Uterp. At least I think that's how you say it. This is a tube, amp, DAC combo. Sorry, I'm gonna take the headphones off here, this is the Verite. Uh, this is a tube, amp, DAC combo that also doubles, triples as a headphone stand. And this unit comes in right at around $1,700, so this is a fairly high-end piece of equipment, so let's take a look. I'm just gonna put this back on here, just so you can see how it does function as a headphone stand as well. So just like with all of my other reviews, I'll leave links in the description below where you can see more information about this unit and you can see what other people are saying in the headphone community forum as well. So let's talk about the Aorus Audio Uterp. I first heard this unit at CanJam New York this year and the gentleman at the booth had it on display there with the Hi-Fi Man HE-1000 SE. Now, if you guys know my opinion of the HE-1000 SE, I think it has great technical performance, but at the same time, its frequency response is a little bit less than ideal. I think it's a little bit too bright. I know a lot of you guys think that I'm, you know, all high on Hi-Fi Man all the time, but with the HE-1000 SE, I was fairly critical of its tonality, and then I heard it on the Uterp. Again, I'm assuming that's how you say it, and I was blown away at how different it sounded and how much better it sounded on the Uterp than off of my solid state equipment. And that got me interested. But before going any further, let me talk about what this actually is. This is a tube amplifier that also has a DAC built in. Uh, the DAC in here, it is an ESS-based DAC, so you don't need to have a separate digital to analog converter to use this. This is an all-in-one solution. It does it all for you. Uh, now it's a tube amplifier, and it's got three tubes in here. The input tube is an ECC81 dual triode, and then it also has two uh, power tubes for each channel, one for each channel. And those are seven-pin EIPL95 pentode tubes. And my understanding is that these then go to the output transformers. And the way they have it set up here between the two blocks of wood is that the input tube is in the middle, and then each channel uh, power tube is on the is on either side of it. On the front you have your input selector switch, and then you also have uh, an impedance switch. So if you have headphones that are between. 32 and 80 ohms, you want to use the low impedance. Also, if you use planar magnetic headphones, you'd want it to be on low gain. And then for high gain, apparently it's for anything above 150 ohms, uh, which is both the ZMF Verte here and the Audio-Technica ADX5000. As far as power goes, this isn't the most powerful amplifier out there. You wouldn't use this to drive a Hi-Fi Man HE6 or an LCD-4 from Odyssey or a Head Audio Headphone. Uh, and this is also a single-ended design all the way through. There's no balance going on here, but there is still easily enough power to drive all of these headphones. Uh, the, remember, the ADX5000 is a 420-ohm headphone and the ZMF Verite is a 300-ohm headphone. So I think generally, while it wouldn't be the greatest for, you know, the super inefficient planars, for just about everything else, this is pretty much all you would need as far as power requirements goes. And remember of course that everything is coming down in power requirements, getting easier to drive, so I don't think you would be missing too much in the power department uh, with this unit as your go-to standalone uh, headphone amp DAC combo. Alright, so let's talk about how this sounds because this is one of the most interesting pieces of equipment that I've used and had a chance to use for a long time. The first thing that you notice with the Oris Audio Uterp is an increase to the soundstage. There's more depth, it's more 3D, it's more all around you. Uh, you. You notice the depth characteristics of the headphones more and so in the case of the Verite, the stuff that's sitting further back, you notice that it's further back more, the layers, you notice all the individual layers a little bit more there for depth. The second thing you notice, and this is perhaps the most interesting part about it, in my opinion, is that it makes the treble for every headphone incredibly soft and pillowy and almost a little bit more spread out, and I really like that quality. So for any headphones that are a little bit on the brighter side or have maybe some peaks in there, which is not uncommon, even the Verte has some peaks there, it just softens it just a little bit. I was working with some friends of mine that the Uterp almost adds like a pillow filter where it just makes everything super soft and easy to listen to and i don't mean that in the consonant range that it's you know notably withdrawn or anything or less resolving as a result and that's the cool thing because it doesn't sound like it takes away from the resolution in any way whatsoever it's more that it just sort of enhances the sound with uh, again like i said almost kind of like a pillow filter the third thing that comes out really strongly with uterp uh, is the mid-range is even more lush. The mid-range is, you know, we talk about the ZMF Verite as having this kind of euphonic sound of the mid-range, and the Uterp kind of doubles down on that a little bit. I think before listening to this, I maybe would have thought that you wouldn't want something that changes the sound all that much to be more euphonic or too euphonic with the Verite because it'd be like doubling down on that, and maybe it'd be better to find like a counterpart to it, but after listening to this, I love that quality, and it does that with all headphones pretty much that I tried with this uh, but it was just more noticeable with the Verite and so you know there's a lot of people who say you got to listen to the Verite on tubes I think they're right I think the best way to appreciate the Verite is probably with a tube amplifier and you know the Aorus Audio Uterp has kind of demonstrated that to me just like when I was evaluating the ZMF pendant it kind of demonstrated that to me as well and the last thing that I noticed with the Aorus Audio Uterp may actually be a bit of a deal breaker for some people it's that there is a noticeable drop in energy to sub bass frequencies and there's a little bit of a roll-off there in the treble. So if you guys haven't watched my ZMF Pendant review, I mentioned in that review that it's a it sounded more like a neutral amplifier that didn't really impact the frequency response all that much of your headphones while still having that tube character, and the Aorus Audio Uterp is different in that it is not quite as neutral as that one, as the ZMF Pendant. Now I do also think that this has a different type of tube character to the Pendant, but Uh, that drawback of changing the frequency response where it rolls off the bass a little bit and rolls off the treble is something that may be a bit of a deal breaker for certain headphones. Um, With the Verite, I find that it's actually totally fine because the Verite already has a decent amount of bass presence there as well. You know, headphones that maybe already roll off a bit in the sub-bass, maybe like the ADX-5000. Uh, I would caution you to let you know that, you know, you do lose a little bit of the sub-bass there with the UTERP. Let me just show you the changes to the frequency response that I measured with this. Now, remember my measurement rig is not an industry standard or accurate system. This is just to show you the difference when using different sources. I took one measurement with the UTERP and then I took another measurement with the solid state amplifier, which is, you know, more linear. And uh, I didn't take the headphones off and reposition them. I just left them on there. So there's no change as a result of repositioning or anything like that. And every time I switched sources, I also normalized the volume there at 300 Hertz. So really you don't pay too much attention to the overall frequency response of the headphones here. Just look at how they're different. So you can see for all of these, the green line is the solid state amplifier, which has full sub bass extension. It's much more linear. And then with the red line, uh, that's where you see a little bit of roll off there. That's on the uterp. Now, interestingly enough, when I was using the Uterp with another amplifier DAC combo as a preamp, uh, which I was, I tried this with the MyTech Liberty, I found that it actually didn't roll off the treble at all. I found that the treble was almost identical to the way that it sounded on a solid state, but it did still roll off the bass a little bit. So I think actually one of the more interesting combinations here, in spite of the fact that this has a perfectly fine DAC in here, One of the more interesting combinations is to use this with another DAC amp combo like the MyTech Liberty or or a high-end DAC that also has a preamp function there. I did find that my preference was running it with that pre from the MyTech Liberty because the other advantage to doing that is it allowed me to leave the volume knob on the Uterp right dead center. And that's another quirk. There are a few quirks with this unit and it may just be this specific unit because I think this is the one from CanJam. The quirk that I noticed is say you have the volume knob pretty low like say you have it like here, you don't get perfect channel balance. You have to give it at least a certain amount of power for the channel balance to be correct. Uh, And then anything above that, it's totally fine. The other quirk is of course, when you have the volume knob all the way up, and if you're on high gain, it does introduce a little bit of noise floor there. You get a little bit of that sort of tube hum. Uh, and we are using a preamp you don't have to turn the volume knob past the center point and then you don't have that problem at all. So using the preamp allowed me to bypass a lot of the quirks that exist with this unit Uh, Once again, maybe it is just this particular unit and the ones that you would buy if you were to buy one brand new uh, You wouldn't have that issue I do also mention that it comes with a fairly substantial power brick And you just leave that on the floor or somewhere that isn't right by the amplifier uh, And it just connects into the back if you have a whole bunch of electronic stuff around this amplifier like I actually had it set up at first uh, at my desk and it was actually right next to my wireless router Uh, you do pick up a little bit of interference there from the tubes. So wherever you set this up, make sure you don't have a wireless router or anything like that nearby that could cause interference. You know, this is something that I've noticed on just about every tube amp that I've evaluated. I noticed it on the pendant as well. So it's not unique to this. It's just something to keep in mind if you are gonna get a tube amplifier. And you know, you see a lot of tube amplifiers out there that have different types of shielding and whatnot. My guess is that's probably for the same reason. Now, I did also wanna compare this to the ZMF pendant. If you guys haven't seen my pendant review, uh, I'll leave a link in the description. Uh, but the pendant is a, once again, more neutral amplifier. The tube character for the Uterp is also different from the tube character of the ZMF pendant. For the pendant, the things that you notice the most are depth and texture. That's sort of where the enhancement shows up, at least in my opinion. And you notice it in different parts of the mix as well. Uh, With the Uterp, the, it's not as much about the texture, it's more about that sort of pillowy treble kind of sound, and then a little bit more of that sort of euphonic mid-range. And In my opinion, it's more about both of those types of tube character, not as much about texture and depth. It still is, it still does give you that tube depth, um, but I do still find that, you know, it, it was less noticeable with this than it was on the ZMF Pendant. This might not be the perfect amplifier for the ZMF Verte, uh, but I think it is worth strong consideration, uh, specifically because of how it affects the treble and it does that sort of doubling down on the euphonic quality that I really really like Uh, and so for me uh, yeah maybe I would pick the pendant over this uh, but remember that this is also a DAC in here as well and a stand so it's a much smaller footprint overall Um, and I think if you like the idea of what I'm describing here for the tube character then absolutely this might be one of the best choices for the ZMF Verite. It affects the sound a little bit more strongly. It's a little bit more immediately noticeable, but it's also a different type of character, and I really, really, really like it. There are some headphones where it maybe wouldn't do quite as well with, but for most headphones that are either neutral or a little bit, you know, brighter there in the treble, or have some treble peaks. Again, anything with treble peaks, the Uterp is just the perfect solution. Anyways, that does it for this video. If you guys like what I'm doing, consider subscribing, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye for now.